warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. About the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal. With the three spooked girls, stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Happy holidays, spooksters, and welcome back to another Slaughters here on Three Spooked Girls. It is I, Jessica. Oh my god, Tara, last episode we didn't even introduce ourselves. It's Jessica, and I'm joined by Tara. (laughs) Hey, spooksters. I mean, if they're on Patreon, they know who we are, I would hope. It's true. It's true. So it's fine. This is my thing. Tara does haunted ground. So yes, yes. <laughs> we got this. Okay. <laughs> Yay. We're gonna be talking about mine and my husband's new favorite Christmas movie, which is the movie Noel. You can watch it on Disney Plus. That's where it's located. Sorry. Disney Plus is amazing. I personally vouch for it. It was an ori- like a Disney Plus original, wasn't it? It is. And it came out the day, so. like the, when they, last year on the 12th, when they like launched it, it was there along with Lady and the Tramp. And this has also received mixed reviews by critics, but they can go themselves. <laughs> I love it. It was directed and written by Mark Lawrence as well. It stars Andrew Kendrick, Bill Hader, Kinsley Ben. It also Billy Eichner is in this movie. Fucking yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Julie Haggerty, which Tara, like if you remember one of our favorite movies, is she the ma- she's the man and she's the mom in it. I love it. Yes. And of course, the wonderful, amazing Shirley MacLaine. If you don't know who that is, you need to get you need an intervention. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the story, and I'm gonna okay. I have some hot takes on this, so buckle in, people. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun episode. So basically, it takes place. This is the Kringle family, and they live in the North Pole. And Noel is the main character, and she plays Santa's daughter. Her brother Nick, who is played by Bill Hader, is Nick, and he is supposed to be the next Santa. After After Santa Claus dies, which happens. But we're going to start with the very beginning of the movie when Noelle wakes up and she basically is spying on her dad. But you don't know it's her dad at this point. You just think it's like a little girl who's catching Santa. And when you kind of get through the banter between the two of them, she goes like, oh, dad. And you're like, oh, it's Santa's daughter. And then you see that he has a family. And then Nick wakes up and then they're like, oh, my God, it's present time. And they're so excited. And basically every year he brings her like some stuff from the real world so like magazines and clothes and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and this year he does the same thing but he gives nick his santa hat because he's basically like your santa training is gonna start and this is the part where i was like oh so noelle goes what do i do and and he goes well what do you want 
want to do. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great because he's going to ask her and encourage her. That's what I'm saying to that. So (laughs) she's like, I want to do what you do. And he's like, you want to be Santa? And she's like, no, because Nick's going to be Santa. But like, what am I going to do? Because she kind of points out that like her mom is Mrs. Claus, which that's a role that her mom has. They're They're like Nanny Polly. That's her job as the nanny. But like, what is she supposed to do? Well... He goes, you know, well, you can't be Santa, but what you want to, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to help make decisions on what toys to make. And I want to drive the sleigh and I want to do all these things. And he goes, well, it's kind of like you can't, but what you do. And she's like, I want to do something really important. And he goes, what you do is important. You make fabulous cards and keep people cheered up. It'll be your job to keep people the Christmas cheer up. Um, mm, The feminist inside of me wanted to reach through that screen and slap the shit out of Santa. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, basically what you've told this young child is that your whole goal in life or your whole ambition or anything that you can accomplish has to be a support role. You can't be like the na- the the star of your own life. You are always going to be the support role in this thing. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? We here at Three Spooked Girls know how important it is to deal with mental health, especially this time of year where people typically get seasonal depression or, you know, maybe the holidays aren't going exactly as you want them to. So you get a little down. Having someone to talk to is important and BetterHelp makes it so easy. You can log onto your account anytime and send a message to your therapist where you will get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone calls so you don't have to go and sit in the uncomfortable waiting room as within traditional therapy. This is what a recent reviewer had to say. User LU said, Linda helped me feel comfortable in our first session together. She listened very well and was very motivating. And another user, IS, said, Jackie is a godsend. She is patient and kind with great insight. And we love that. We are here for it. And BetterHelp has a special offer for our Three Spooked Girls listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash spooked girls. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced professional. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. And you just see her like in this moment, like she like breaks, like her little spirit breaks. And she's just like, oh, and Nanny Polly's like, oh, and you realize that for the rest, like up until the point where it flashes, she spends the remainder of her life, not the remainder, up until the point of where we catch up with her. So that period of time from as a child to where we catch up with her, she spends it thinking her whole role is to make fabulous cards and spread Christmas cheer. And that pisses me off so hardcore. Yeah. Which I will say this movie definitely redeems itself because it has a very good message at the end. But at that moment, I was like, fuck, this is not good. So then it flash forwards until she's an adult and Santa has died. And it's five. He dies five months before Christmas, five or six months before Christmas. And so Nick has to take over. Right. So Nick has been training and it's not going well. And Noelle being in the role that she's supposed to be to support her brother and, you know, the whole Christmas cheer and everything decides that she's going to encourage Nick to take a little break, go on a little vacation, you know, go take some time off and then come back 
back and he'll be rested and ready to go. Well, he goes to Arizona. Why? I have no idea. Of all the places in the world he could go, he goes to <laughs> Arizona. Goes to Phoenix, Arizona. Which I guess would be nice. Like if you lived in the North Pole where it's like constantly eight degrees outside, going to Arizona probably is good. For- You're like, oh God, mm-hmm. there's another temperature. There's warm. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like the total opposite. So I guess like that makes sense. Right. So he doesn't come back and she's like, oh, God. So basically everyone, the elf council, all these people are freaking out. What do we do? So they send Noelle to go get him and bring him back. And of course, Polly has to go. So, you know, so it's Noelle and she takes the sled and she takes the reindeer and her little cute little she has the most adorable little pet reindeer his name is snow cone i love it which i think is cute because like when you first see her as an adult like she literally like finishes making a card and then she goes to like call snow cone and she goes outside and does like the snow white thing where she like does the like ah, and like nothing happens and then she's like snow cone dude (laughs) and i was like that's probably how every girl felt when they were a kid trying to get like birds to land on them so she's like okay what what are we gonna do at this point so she goes there and in the interim while they're trying to find santa someone has to take over because it's only a couple weeks till christmas or a few days till christmas at this point and her cousin gabriel who's like the tech savvy kringle who is played by billy eichner yes (laughs) takes over and basically is like streamlining the process and literally has it's so weird because this is he builds a computer program that Sheldon Cooper's personality would judge things and it's like you have to meet all of these little matrix and if you don't like you're on the naughty list and so like everyone's on the naughty list and they are have like they don't have the reindeer because Noel takes the reindeer so they're like how do we how do we handle this and <laughs> they don't know how to handle this so they're like do we put them on icebergs and float them out just Amazon it I was like Amazon it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right I was like amazing but basically only like 2,000 kids in the entire world were gonna get toys god yeah versus like the millions of children and on top of everything these kids all got emails which I was like how does that six year old have an email right what the fuck <laughs> your kid is eight does your kid have an email no right like I don't understand, but like these kids all got emails that were like, you're on the naughty list, but that's jumping ahead. Anyway, so Noelle goes to Phoenix and she's trying to find her brother because, and it's really funny because they leave the reindeer at the, uh, like this like outdoor strip mall, which kind of reminds me of like Garden Walk near Disneyland, mm. House of Blues and Bubba Gumses. But it's, you know, they're outside. And the, of course, the mall manager is like, you can't do this until, you know, the hot guy that runs the pet store comes in and is like, oh my God, this is amazing for my business. All these people come in wanting to feed their reindeer. And, you know, they play up. And that's that's an actually like a really funny part of this movie. I love it. Like that relationship where she's like, no, be with him. Go. <laughs> like Noelle is encouraging that. Well, she's like, well, how do I find someone? And basically decides because she wanders around Phoenix but can't find him. And is also dying of heat because she's dressed for the North Pole in Phoenix. But... <laughs> basically she hires a private eye and the private eye i think does it because he feels sorry for her because he thinks she's i think he thinks she's special but like she shows up and the next day his kid is there and you know like her santa tingly powers are starting to kick in she can kind of tell that stuff is a little weird with him and the kid and the dad and everything like that and basically the kid doesn't want to eat the pancakes because they're horrible but like you know 
One of the things I really love about this is it's like, this is where you can kind of like feel or see her coming into her own is Mm -hmm. when the private eye and her out looking for her brother, they need to use a phone to call someone. And he's like, you're never going to get someone to get, let you use their phone. And she's like, yes, I will. And she's like, asking people and they're walking past and like you know or they're being rude and then she kind of looks around and she's this guy by her by his car and just is like this feeling comes over her and she's like that guy will and they go ask and the guy lets them which is like random and weird because like if a stranger walked up to me on the road or on like the street and was like can I use your phone I would be like no why don't you have one I'm weirded out that you don't have a phone right you know The holidays can be hectic, but HelloFresh keeps things simple with recipes that cut back on meal prep and cleanup so that you can spend less time in the kitchen and more quality time with friends and family. With HelloFresh, you can get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Recipes like balsamic fig beef tenderloin or pecan crusted salmon make holiday meals feel special without a high cost of dining out or delivery. Or go cozy with some comfort food like chicken sausage and sweet potato soup for those cold winter nights. I can honestly say that HelloFresh has saved me time and time again when I come home from work and it's been a hectic day and I can't think about like how am I going to put together a recipe, a full meal and feed me and my family and HelloFresh comes through every time. It is fantastic. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SpookedGirls14 and use code SpookedGirls14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash SpookedGirls14 and use the code SpookedGirls14. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I would more likely like let you stand there with my phone charger at an outlet than I would like, use my phone. Mm-hmm. I know that might make me that might put me on the naughty list, but that's OK. <laughs> anyway, they're there. And basically this private eye whose name is Jake, they eventually end up. Oh, I have to mention this part before they find the brother. They go to this like homeless shelter, like looking for her brother And she's talking to this like family and this little girl is deaf and she doesn't speak. She doesn't know sign language, but because she has Santa powers, she just like becomes fluent Mm -hmm. and talks to the kid. And it was like a really good moment because this to me shows like because her character up to this point is like Christmas is about getting the best present. You know, it's all about that. And she asks the little girl what she wants for Christmas and she says she wants a job for her mom and also an iPad, but like really wants, (laughs) (laughs) everyone was like, I want this, this and this and an iPad, (laughs) but like showed her that not every one's get and not everyone's like wish is for like something shiny and bobbly and like a present wrapped under the tree but more like a a gift that could help them out in life and that Mm -hmm. struck with me because especially like in this year where a lot of people are really struggling their wish for this year might not be that i want you know a bike under the tree or i want this or that it might be that they want stability in a job or that they want you know stability with the economy they want want to not you know they may want health people to be healthy like yeah 
that's what we're kind of looking at. So that kind of struck me. It made me feel like, wow, that's a really important message that I think we as Western civilization have really overlooked with the commercialization of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's really about spending hundreds of dollars every year. And I get it. Like I participate that and I'm still going to participate in that. So I'm not knocking it because that's something I can completely do. Yeah. But it's something that like made me sit back and think like there needs to be another part of my life. That's not that. I mean, I love Tara knows me. I love giving presents. (laughs) Yeah. And I am always like, how do I give a better present? Like, I love to out present people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys don't know, she's the real life Leslie Nope in the gift department, just so you know. (laughs) I literally like I like it brings me some it's such a selfish reason I give out gifts. Because there's such an amazing joy that when you give someone something that they really like or really love, there's like this, it's amazing to watch. However, my husband is the hardest person to give a gift to. And like Tara has known, like I've put time and effort into getting a gift for him. And then he's like, it's cool. (laughs) And I'm like, motherfucker, (laughs) what? And he's like, it's cool. It's just, you know, it's. It's not what I would have bought myself. And I'm like, that's the fucking point of me giving you a gift. <laughs> you don't buy it. It's a, it's a whole thing in our household. Trust me. It's fine. But, uh, <laughs> but like, I love that feeling. And this made me think of like the fact that this year I want to make sure that there's part of my life that's giving in like an existential way. That is Mm -hmm. like giving to someone's happiness over just their like, like material happiness. Mm -hmm. Jessica's getting deep on the slaughters. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, Noelle, Jake helps track down Nick and she goes in to talk to him. Right. And he's at a yoga studio and he's doing like Christmas yoga, which I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it's like all these terms like downward facing reindeer and stuff like that, (laughs) which I'm sure at the time they were like, this is really fun because it's like holiday. But basically he's like living in Phoenix and he's super happy about it. And he has no desire to be Satan or Satan. (laughs) Same thing. He has no desire to be Santa. And Noelle's like, you have to go. And she's getting really upset about it. And they're arguing about it. And she's like, look, there's like only 200 or there's only 2,837 kids that are going to get presents this year that are on the nice list. You need to help us. He's like, I can't. I'm just done. There's too much pressure. I can't land anything. You, you know, you go be santa well basically he won't listen so she goes back to the mall and she's just like i don't know what to do everything's falling apart she gets a little pep talk from nanny then she gets back out she finds him snow cone apparently has a nose like a dog and can track the dude tracks him down they go to a yogurt or yogurt sorry go to a (laughs) yoga i'm having issues go to a yoga retreat where basically he's not supposed to talk because they're in like a silent circle and it's like he tries to like mime it to her and she's like i don't get it he's like i'm not allowed to talk to dawn okay she's So she just sits there and she basically tells him everything, right? And he's just, no, I'm not going. Well, basically, she goes back to the mall and she's really upset. And mind you, Jake is still kind of around. And his son, Alex, is basically in her life or in their lives at this point. Like, he's been around. And Noelle asked him what he wanted for Christmas. And his was that he wants to spend it as a family and do like, it's like a recent divorce, which really weirded me out because it was like, this is my first year. This is our first year split up, but she's already married. I was like, did we just rush that timeline, people? Hmm. I don't know. It was weird. So basically, Alex's wish is to spend it with his dad and mom together. Noelle tells him, like, 
I'll make your wish come true. Like, I'll make that happen. And Jake gets really upset with her and is like, look, you're not Santa. You can't tell people these things. You needed to mind your own business. Well, so that happens. And then Nick is like, has come back at this point and she's trying to prove that he's Santa. So she puts him on like this the mall Santa seat to like prove that he's Santa and he's just getting nothing right, but she's getting everything right. Like even speaking the different languages, understanding if someone's naughty, like tells on a little girl who is mean, like did bad things. And then the real mall Santa comes up and they have this like fight and Noel like accidentally ends up kicking a cop, which then she gets arrested. But then because she's saying things like, I have to go to the North Pole with my brother and save Christmas. They're like, she's fucking loony and like locks basically put her in a psych ward while Jake helps bust her out of the hospital and then Polly and Nick and the reindeer come outside the window and take them home when they get home and the elf council is like trying to figure out Christmas also one of my favorite parts of this movie is every time like the head elf council guy hits the gavel it's made of like candy cane and it breaks Mm -hmm. so he eats (laughs) it and then like at one point like he goes to hit it and it doesn't break so he just like licks the gavel I was like (laughs) I want to know if that was supposed to break and he just did that because it was like on the fly or if it was meant to not break i enjoyed it either way so they basically get back to the north pole it's christmas eve and nick's like look i don't want to do this but you know who should do this is noel and everyone's like oh she's a girl because that happened earlier too like a girl can't be santa and then like one guy was like well we reread the bylaws and it actually doesn't say that a girl can't be santa and they're kind of like our bad i think it just was a dude for a really long time and we just never questioned it, which I was like, hmm, weird how that happens in real life so much. Right? It's cool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they're like, whatever. There's no rule against it. They take a vote. Nick had done this big and passionate speech about how she's qualified and he's not. And otherwise, they're going to be stuck with Gabe, who's like basically not wanting any kids to be happy ever. So they are like, okay, Noelle Santa. So she puts on the suit and then she starts to go out and deliver presents. Well, as she's delivering presents, her Santa suit doesn't fit her. And so because it doesn't fit her she's just like oh man like i don't know if i'm santa she keeps running into things like my favorite part is like she goes into one house and she's living presents and she actually like uses their bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and she's like dealing with dogs and like if she encounters a kid they don't believe she's santa but then she goes to the homeless shelter where the little girl is in phoenix and the little girl calls her santa and she's like oh merry christmas and then as she's like walking away she starts believing in herself and her suit like gets all fitted so then she goes and picks up Jake and delivers him to Alex, but she doesn't believe what's happening because like, who the fuck would be real? Mm hmm. Right. Which makes Alex is so happy. And then she goes home and life gets better because at the end of at the end of the movie, you know, Nick is back and he's actually leading yoga in the town, which is great because he gets to stay with his family, but also gets to do the thing that he likes. Women are now on the elf council, which Polly gets to be the first woman on there, which is fantastic. So I feel like it's a really good movie because like in the end, like even though at the beginning it really like ticked me off because it was this whole like girls need to be in supporting roles. In the end, it was no, we need to like. It, like, made me really, like, I watch movies and sometimes I have the big ah moment. Like, we as a society need to sit back and go, we can't pigeonhole girls into 
these roles, which are support roles. I really think of things like, you know, like the whole like Leave it to Beaver TV show where the wife, her whole life was get up, make yourself look perfect, cook your husband like a four course breakfast while he reads the paper, doesn't lift a finger to help you. You're responsible to clean the whole house, take care of kids, have everything perfect and dinner on the table when your husband walks in the door or else. Mm -hmm. And I love when movies come out and they kind of shatter that like stereotype because if I ever have a daughter, I want her to have the the choice to be able to do whatever she wants, whether that's, you know, do something, I don't know, whatever that is, whatever she chooses. If she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, that's fine. If she wants to, like, conquer the world and be president, that's amazing. I want that for all women and girls to be able to go out there and not just, you know, for anyone who identifies themselves as female. Mm -hmm. Because really, we're all people and we're just as capable of doing things as the other, you know. I liked it because it had this, like, really great meaning behind it. But it was also a warm and fuzzy Christmas story. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. And there's a cute animated reindeer, so it flies. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love him. So that ends the slaughters for the year of 2020. Let's hope next year we have some... I need new movies out, guys. Like, I'm going crazy. I mean, I know that there's, like, millions of movies out there, but I'm like, oh, God. I need a new one. (laughs) Right. We hope you have happy holidays, and we will see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Three, spot.